the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio-registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Is Chuck watching Browns football again yet? No, once they uh, the NFL start kneeling football, which is we've been a big football family. NFL's been banned in our house. So. Oh, well, Mayfield may just break that ban, Carrie. It's been uh, a long yeah. time. Until everybody stands for the flag, it probably won't change well, my house. The, uh, <laughs> you saw Baker standing when he shot the beer can in the in the loge at the Indians game. Um, you know, he's got this. It's going to be an exciting fall with Indians postseason baseball, mm-hmm. perhaps, as well as the Baker Mayfield train a rolling. So uh, I think a lot of Clevelanders are looking forward to the glory days of the NFL, right? Where you know the you you look you get excited for the Sunday game. So why don't you get a start here? All right. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM between nine and ten. 
We're here to give you helpful information about the issues that can impact your financial life. And that's for people who are working and thinking about their future retirement and some of the potential issues that they may face during their retirement years or while working. And people who are already retired and creating the income they need as tax efficiently as possible, addressing financial disruptors and much more. And the estate planning team sponsors is shown and is a fee-based Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm. We're not investment advisors. We're what you think of as traditional planners, numbers crunchers, and um, we build long-term conservative, realistic plans or help people analyze some of the choices they're faced with so they understand uh, the long-term effect of short-term decisions or, the, or addressing those financial disruptors or challenges um, and how to look at things um, because we're not investment advisors and we're that independent fiduciary we believe that all solutions and and products have good and bad and there's not a one-size-fits-all it just depends on the situation and the estate planning team are a-rated members of the better business bureau we're accredited members of angie's list and we've been around for more than 34 years our home office is in middleburg heights for people want to come in and see how our process is different um, you can call for a free consultation or you can visit the website and listen to our podcast or look check out our fall planning classes i will give you more details as the show goes on but you can call the office anytime and leave a message we'll get back to you monday morning at 440-239-2090 that's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com all right thanks carrie and that's carrie waddell and i mark donnelly and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team and carrie will yeah you'll announce those classes coming up the fall classes and you can always catch the show on podcast too. Is is so this is going to be part four, Gary, of a Roth IRA, mm-hmm. um, you know, discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and today we're going to talk about a couple of uh, maybe a, not necessarily advanced planning te- techniques with Roth, mm-hmm. but just different ways of of thinking about Roth right. and Roth conversions. Because maybe the robot will forget to ask you certain questions that would lead you down a path where you're taking an unconventional approach to Roth IRAs, especially if you happen to be one in the camp who believes that income tax rates will be higher at some point in the future in this country. Number one, either because right now the lower income tax rates that were part of Trump's Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 are not permanent, Kerry, right? They're, right. they're temporary. They're, they're set to expire at the end of 2025 unless Congress has enough votes to <laughs> either one extend them or make them permanent. Right. Good luck with that. So that means, in essence, we have this for many people, you have this window of opportunity to take advantage of and each tax year stands alone. So that's why we're spending a lot of time on this issue. Right. So if, uh, as I said, so it, we'll be talking about Ross today and say, well, I, if you missed, you know, you want the beginning discussions, just, you can just go to our podcast, you know, through July and you can catch the earlier, uh, parts of the Roth, mm-hmm. which we, we started in the first time right from the beginning with from the rules. rules, contributions, conversions right. and the basics. So you can always catch those. And Carrie, how do they get the podcast? They can go to financialfoodforthought.com and just click on local podcasts. And also you can see all the other things we have at our website there's mm-hmm. calculators out there there's you can sign up carrie i think for, for the, the newsletter classes. and the classes yeah. or uh, for a free consultation all right so what else is happening this week before we get to part four of roth well uh, jobs claims came out and again we still 
209,000, strong U.S. labor market, right? And Great. So, you know, is the U.S. is like the only one in the world that's still propping up. You know, all we hear is how there's a global slowdown. Mm-hmm. And is that going to bleed into the U.S., you know, expansion here? There's still a lot of, of, uh, indecision, I don't know if indecision, but questioning of what the Federal Reserve's next move is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, President Trump continues to turn up the pressure on, you know, Jerome Powell to say, hey, what what are you doing, Jerome? Cut rates now. Don't mm-hmm. even wait for September. Right. But now, um, I don't know if Powell's gonna, you know, bend to, to Trump's pressure. There's, there, you know, even when he raised rates in, you know, the, the last meeting, there were, it wasn't a full consensus on the Federal Reserve that he should. So, you know, so that's an ongoing discussion. But you, so you have all these headwinds out there. We've got Brexit going on, you know, that's back on the table. We've got the course, uh, you know, the China trade wars on off again. You can see the roller coaster in the stock market up and down again, um, and up again and down again and up again and down again. Um, you know, so that may be causing you some sleepless nights in retirement. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but strong, you know, Jobs, job market's good. We have, uh, low unemployment, still a very attractive interest rate. Um, we've got, uh, finally wage growth, you know, happening. Um, now the other thing that's happening across right now for the over July and bleeding in into August is second quarter earnings, right? A lot of people were looking for our corporate, you know, America to see how second quarter earnings were going to turn out. So at this point, you know, ah, I don't know, mixed signals, I mm-hmm. guess. I'm talking a lot about mixed signals this right. year, right? And, you know, about 90% of the earnings are in, and it's basically flat. You know, I mean, you have, you know, just as many companies that beat earnings. We could probably come up with companies that, you know, missed earnings, right? Disney missed earnings, Gary, hmm. right? Um, you know, who, um, but, you know, we, we had Exxon, you know, they beat earnings. Um, CVS, you know, the drug uh, the prescription world right. still going strong. They beat earnings. Hmm, wonder uh, why. No. <laughs> GM beat, GM beat earnings. Uh, now right? that's surprising. Well, you know, apparently, right, because, um, not, not all the automakers did, right? Um, but, but they're saying why GM is because, their luxury pickup trucks are just off the charts. Oh, geez. I mean, these are $79,000 sticker price, right? And they can't make enough of them. Jeez. Okay. Um, and they're saying that alone is probably what's propping up GM there. And, and, and they're, and the kind of like the word is to the other automakers. Hey, if you don't got a luxury pickup truck in your lineup, you're missing the boat. Mm -hmm. America's loves their pickup trucks. Oh, yeah. My husband, to what, a year and a half ago? Well, we got a used one. It wasn't a luxury, but it certainly was nice. That was, you know, and... Yeah, they were, he looked around for a long time. It's hard to find a good low mile because the dealers say they go fast. Right. Uh, yum beat earnings. Okay. You know, yum, right? Uh, you know, the uh, Taco Bell, right? Uh, one of their big flagships. Um, they beat earnings. I mean, I guess they can't make enough 99 cent tacos either. Right. Here, right. Um, so if that isn't a, 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 a zeroing in on this country's pay gap, I don't know right. what is. They can't make enough $80,000 luxury pickup trucks, and they can't make enough 99-cent tacos. <laughs> right. I mean, that is the that is what America is today. Right. You know, we keep talking about the middle class is gone. 
Well, yeah, and don't think, well, I know a lot of people who think they're in the middle class and there's a there's a discrepancy between how you what your definition and the government's definition. Um, let's see. Match group beat earnings. Match here. group. Yeah, you're not on match group yet. No. Here. No, you're happily married. Right. You've heard of Tinder oh, before. You're talking about match.com? Right. Okay. And they also own Tinder. Oh, okay. I've okay. heard of Tinder. Yeah. Um, swipe yeah. left, swipe right. My, uh, my, <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm not, I myself have not been I, on I Tinder. I have never either. Um, I can, I do know that my millennial children have been on Tinder. Right. Um, not, I, I don't think they've ever, it never worked for them. Right. It has worked for some of, uh, my friends' children. Right. And, um, and some of my children's friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, it didn't work for my kids. Okay. Um, they did it the old fashioned way and met in a bar. Um, there you go. The, um, but anyway, so, um, all right. So what's going on there? We have, so mixed earnings. Um, everybody's, you know, looking to see when, you know, I don't think we're going to get a trade war. Um, uh, solution soon. Um, I think they're just, I think China and, and U.S. and, and Trump and, and they're just going to fumble through this mm-hmm. and try to make it so the, the news isn't that bad and there's going to be a lot of threats. It's a big chicken game, right? Right. And who's going to blink first and are both, are, are both big enough to say, I'm not afraid of this chicken game mm-hmm. and we'll just, you know, wait it out. Right. And, you know, who suffers carry as they're waiting? The rest of us. Um, So nobody wins a trade war. Right. Um, So let's see. Did you do your um, take advantage of the Ohio? Yes, I did. You know what? It was crazy. It was crazy. The lines, I thought, were very busy. Okay. And I even went very early on Saturday morning. Really? Right. Um, so you left right after the show. Yeah. Well, now that wasn't too early, but yeah, earlier. um, And you and. Boom. Uh, yeah. You saw the crowds. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so it good. works. I'm yeah. sure. It- yeah. It's permanent now. So, so, and you got back to school issues coming up here, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I'm pretty much done with that. That's nice. Um, so my youngest, you know, the, mm-hmm. the miracle baby, she graduated. So, so you don't so have to deal with that. Don't have to deal with that. Now, I didn't do too much as far as I did clothing more and stuff, but the school supplies, our school does that fundraiser where you buy the school supply box with labels and you just show up at open house, which personally, I don't like school shopping supplies. That's kind of like easier than, than, you know, Amazon.com. And it's a fundraiser. They say if you do this, then we don't have to do fundraisers throughout the year. So that's... So um, OSU, uh, Ohio State University, they announced their 3.3% increase in tuition. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, You know, dollar-wise, that's about $358 a year. Okay, so the the new total tuition would be eleven thousand oh eighty four. So if you're doing your college, future college planning and you're planning on sending your kids to Ohio State, um, the tuition um, will be you know is this year's eleven thousand, right? And then you got to add on if they're staying there, right? Mm-hmm. You got to add uh, housing and dining plan, so that takes the price up to just shy of twenty four twenty four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, for a public education. That's a lot of money. What is going on in this country? Mm. What, can anyone explain to me why? I think why there's a lot of departments. A public that, college costs 24 grand yeah, to go there's, to? Yeah, there's, there's, uh, videos that explain all these other high administrative and all these departments that really don't add value, but it adds on the I tuition mean, I, bill. I, I, 
the colleges shouldn't even be charged. You know, you know, as much as you know, Bernie Sanders. How you know? I know right. I'm not for the, the you know free college tuition. I'm not either. But I, I really don't think colleges need to be charging as much as they do. When no. I look at their endowments, when I look at you know Harvard's right. thirty-eight you know billion dollar endowment, they take what two thousand new students a year. Why would they ever have to charge tuition for anyone? Right. They could never even you know they could never dip into that. I mean, well, like I know. That, you know, um, so how big does their endowment have to be? A hundred yeah, well, I'd, billion? I'd like to see I the mean, reasoning or the balance sheet on why they're and why increasing are there, you know, it. And do, are, do we have too many universities in this country? I think we have a lot. Um, I mean, it's great that we have choices, honestly. Wow. Um, and so how is Ohio State going to swing this for all the future Buckeyes? Um the university will raise financial aid, $358, so that students wow. with financial need are unaffected by the change. Okay. Um, all right. So there you go. So, you know, we'll be talking uh, this month about back to school and certainly about college funding, right? Right. And, you know, we, we do that. We've been doing that for 34 years for our clients. It's nothing new to the estate planning team. Um, it maybe it's, it's a little bit more highlighted today because of the, you know, 1.5 trillion student loan debt out there and, and what a disaster that's. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the kids aren't going to pay that. Gary. Everybody right. knows that, right? I mean, as much as Bernie Sanders is saying that he wants the government to, you know, forgive it all, that ain't happening. But right. also, does everybody get it that that 1.5 billion or one? I'm sorry, 1.5 trillion is not going to be repaid, right? Everybody I don't gets think that, so. right? You know, so so we are on the hook. Taxpayers are on the hook for that. I'd like to know how much interest on those loans. Um, you know, so we'll see how that goes. That'll certainly be a big issue, of course, in 2020 um, talk. All right. So, a couple other things. Um, summer vacation season, Carrie, right? Summer uh, vacation should be winding down. Well, are you doing any camping or anything? Do you do that? No, I know. My husband would love to do that. Okay. He'd love to do, like, rent a camper or something. And, yeah, it's RV I mean, you know, season, right? Actually, he's talked about he would love to do that. Get an RV, put the dogs, yeah. kids in the car, and be able to take time and just drive and have your hotel. Right. We're, we have a lot of clients who are RVers, mm-hmm. right? It's a way of life, Carrie, right? It's, right. it's, it's, it's more than a hobby. Fun, right, but it'd be fun to do on a trip, but... My point is, I don't know that I'd feel comfortable driving some of those. So well, he'd be the sole driver. Some okay. of those are big. So if we have time today, I'm going to talk a little about RVing, right? Um, you know, one of the first um, successful hobby career people has something to do with that, Carrie. Okay. So maybe stay tuned for that. All right, Carrie. So what, where are the dates? Of, we got the All right. Coming? We have our free educational classes coming up this fall. Make sure you register early. We already have people register for both topics there. They are, I know when we say educational, we mean it. We really talk about planning strategies and concepts in these classes. There's no product sales. There's no investment agenda. It's really trying to get people educated on the issues so they can make better choices and have a better understanding. And we have September 17th at 3 o'clock in Middleburg Heights is the IRA and Roth planning class. Now, we say IRA, but we mean any tax qualified asset. That could be company plan, retirement plans, 401ks, 403bs, 457, deferred comp, drop funds, anything like that. Um, we're talking about strategies to minimize the long-term tax impact of these issues or this asset. We're going to talk about the positives and negatives, rules, costly mistakes that are made time and time again. Um, we're going to talk and show you examples how minimum required distribution in many cases creates more tax dollars for the government. 
We are going to spend time on Roth conversion rules and techniques and who and should not, who should and should not consider a Roth. So that class goes more in depth. We have a workbook included. If you're 59 and a half or older, and if you're 70 and a half or older and already taking minimum required distributions, you don't want to miss this class. Again, it's Tuesday, September 17th, three o'clock in Middleburg Heights. Then on October 2nd at six o'clock in Independence, we have our class for people already or retired or thinking about and getting closer to their retirement. And this class is focusing on all the issues that impact your lifestyle, long-term financial stability. Worries about when I can afford to retire or if I'm in retirement, what can I realistically spend without running out of money? Um, rising healthcare costs, inflation, market volatility, other financial disruptors, timing of Social Security, retirement rules that you often hear about that are misused, misunderstood, and which ones you shouldn't be following, and much more. And again, all classes have a free workbook. Make sure you register online at financialfoodforthought.com or call the office at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. If you cannot attend either class or if you also, if you come in for the free consultation, that's one-on-one. We're talking about your individual questions and concerns, much more personalized. The free consultation is no pressure. We're only going to recommend our services if you can truly benefit. And we can benefit states of varying sizes. It really just depends on your issues. And we have hourly and retainer fees for people who maybe want a little bit of help and maybe you've done pieces and parts or for other people who want a lot of help through the planning, recommendations, and implementation. And that's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. So speaking of, you know, rising college tuition costs, right? Mm -hmm. Um that's where, you know, part of the idea of can a Roth IRA help you in that department? And we talked a little about that last week, you know, the idea that, you know, Roth IRA is one of the tax-free wrappers that are out there, Can't right? get better than tax-free. Um, and, you know, the idea is that, you know, if it, it, and and sometimes, you know, we're not just, you know, limiting college planning, college funding discussion for just between parents and their children. Mm -hmm. A lot of our grandparent clients, Carrie, right, are helping with their grandchildren's college education because they know their children can't afford $24,000, $25,000 a year for Ohio University or Ohio State University either, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, so, um, so the idea of... You know, 529, a lot, a lot of people still are following 529 plans, which is the college advantage, you know, the other tax free, you know, savings. And that's gotten more attractive over the years because they say you could use some, you know, up to 10,000 a year for pre-college. And, um, you know, they, 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 Ohio has doubled the amount of deduction, you know, you could take on the Ohio income tax return. You know, it's up to now $4,000 per year per student. So, you know, they, they're making those more more attractive and 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 but but also the Roth IRAs have certainly gotten more attractive um, for that type of funding once the the federal government basically raised the federal state tax mm-hmm. exemption to a level that 99.9% of Americans don't need to worry about that right. taxes so having a big Roth IRA in your estate if you if if the if you haven't spent it all isn't a big problem from an estate tax you know right. especially in Ohio repealed their estate tax back in 2013 so all these things advancing the both the use of 529s but maybe even more as a college funding tool how Roth IRAs have are now being used right it gives a you a lot more flexibility tool. um so you know and so what are you know 
some of the conversions um, ideas, you know, and and the, the sometimes we help our clients because. You know, the, you may be working with a robot that, you know, you're doing some financial plan on a, on a, on a website or something, but the robot may forget to ask you, you know, certain questions that wouldn't lead you down the path of, you know, making a decisions about your Roth conversion strategies, right, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, for an example, um, you know, sometimes, Carrie, we have clients who they, when, when they retire, they're looking to become a snowbird, right? Right. So, Carrie, what's a snowbird? Somebody who goes away for the winter for multiple months, leaves Ohio, wants to go to somewhere warm and there's more sunshine during the winter months. Right. So we have the snowflakes, right. the snowbirds, and what else do we, do we have? The frogs. Was it the frogs? The frogs. Somebody There's said. To- yeah. So Somebody so, told so- me this once. One of our clients who actually went to Florida and they have a second home up here, but I don't think they ever stay. Right. So the snowflakes they just, this person described are ones that they're not, they're, they're not down in Florida too long. You know? Right. They may own a place, but they're only make, or they're just vacationing or they're just using, they may own a place, but they're, they're not, they haven't moved in yet. Right. They still have too many ties up here in Ohio. So they're just down there for, you know, weeks during the year. Then you have the snowbird, Carrie. Right. The snowbird is the, is the, is the one who are trying to set residency in Florida so they don't have to pay Ohio income tax anymore, right? right? Um, and so they're, con- that's what we're considered snowbirds. And, you know, to win that test, there's, you know, we, we, you know, there's all sorts of, um, you know, unwritten rules that you should follow so Ohio doesn't try to challenge your Florida residency status, right? Right. Um, and, and some, and one of them is the test about how many nights, right, that you are spending in Ohio versus outside of Ohio. Right. right? And Ohio's been, they've gotten more lenient. You know, it used to, everyone used to say six months, right? But mm-hmm. actually in 2015, Ohio relaxed that a little bit because they were re- realizing they would lose too much money. Right. They would, you know, so they kind of extended it to like seven months. So actually, um, you know, even if you, um, they, they do it by night stay, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like 212 is the magic number. So uh, as long as you don't have more than 212 um, contact periods, they call it, meaning staying in overnight in Ohio, you can still not be considered an Ohio residency, right? And, 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 and what Ohio, I think, was doing, they're saying at least those, if they have those, these snowbirds in, 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 in state for at least seven months of the year, they're at least getting the sales tax and the other, right. you know, everything there. So, so, so that's the snowbird. And, and, you know, now, now what's the frog here? The frog was saying that people intend to go back and forth, but they end up staying there until they croak. <laughs> until they croak. Uh, there you go. Good. So that's the frog. <laughs> um, all right. Now so, we've had people end up doing that where they're back and forth and then they realize they're so busy. They have great friends. They have a nice support network. They have their doctors that they end in, and then they end up staying. Right. So now how do I tie this back to Roth conversions? Well, if that's your goal in retirement to own the Florida, uh, and, and, and the snowbird, and I mean, that's a great plan too. If you've got a, um, if you're going to have, um, 
you know, a pension income or something, mm-hmm. or or you have a large IRA that that you're going to be relying on that to provide for your retirement lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, you take away Ohio's income tax on that distribution. That's substantial, right? Um, so there's a lot of people, and and remember, Florida is just one of the tax free states. There there's seven. All right, now back to the idea of, of Rothing So here's the here's so here's how you start dovetailing a couple of planning strategies together. So let's say in also in retirement was when you were going to implement your Roth conversion strategy mm-hmm. because now you're going to have room on your tax return right to do it right okay um so you're saying i'm not gonna you know while i've got these lower tax rates on the books while i'm retiring right now and, I, and maybe i don't have a pension may i just have a big 401k so i'm gonna be taking money out of that it's gonna be taxable but i don't need all of it right now i'm gonna do some conversions because i think the government's gonna have to raise income tax rates in the future and i don't want to be trapped by the required minimum distribution um so i'm gonna start a roth conversion strategy well hold on a second if you're off also planning on moving to Florida two years into retirement, maybe you ought to wait to do the Roth conversion to your residency is in Florida. Right. Because then you're going to save the Ohio income tax, right, on that Roth conversion, right? Um, so that's something you know, so that sometimes comes up when, when we have, you know, goals and objective questions mm-hmm. with our clients. Right. You know, it, it's being smart, looking for opportunities in a very complicated tax code, whether it be federal or state tax code that you're dealing with. Right. And it's digging down really with price tags and time frames and not just the surface stuff so that you're what we try to do for is always get the most net benefit or how do we make the best recommendation possible? Um, another one is, you know, a lot of people are concerned that we're due for a big economic downturn. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for the other shoe to fall, right? Right. This is, um, we've talked a lot about this on this show, mm-hmm. you know, and building your plan R, you know, which is your recession plan or your recovery plan, mm-hmm. um, or your Roth conversion plan. And, you know, but uh, the idea is this is the longest bull run in market history. It's the longest U.S. expansion in U.S. Mm-hmm. history. Can it go on forever? Um, well, I don't know. Is it different this time, Carrie? Um, mm, that's what they say. We'll see. But if you're in the camp that thinks it can't go on forever and, you know, you are and, and if you're also in the camp thing, hey, we I think that this next economic downturn could be happening in the next two to three years. And, Carrie, we're not talking about market corrections. Okay, mm-hmm. they can happen all the time. We had a big one in the fourth quarter of last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, you know, we saw the market drop 3% one day in this week, you know, but it came back, you know, that's right. not what we're talking about. That didn't start, it doesn't mean we're in a U.S. recession right now. It doesn't mean that um, that's the end of the bull market. It, right. it was correction. It was volatile. It, there's a lot of, you know, news, um, a lot of headwinds. You know, the stock market's a very emotional, you know, you know, uh, industry. So, yeah, those things happen. But what we're talking about is, no, we're going to, when we have a, a real, you know, economic downturn, we're talking, you know, uh, you know, a bear market crash, let's say a 20% decline in the stock market or a U.S. recession, which is typically typically, you know, a 20, 22% decline in the stock market, um, where you have maybe a two, 300 day recovery period, right? Something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, now that hurts Gary, if that happens in the year you retire. Right. Okay. Um, so, you know, one of the things is, you know, have you build up your cash reserve to protect you if that does happen in the next two to three years, but let's go now. So how do I tie this idea back to the Roth conversion? Well, Carrie, when we look back in 2008, we had kind of a, 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 a little, uh, recession, right? Ouch. 
Okay, and some of us may even uh, remember uh, 2000 when the tech bubble burst, right? Um, both those times, what the S and P was down close to 50 percent or more, right? Um, twice in 10 years, could that ever happen again? No, it's different this time, right? Uh, you know, the lost decade it never happened before. Um, I don't know if it can happen again, but my Let's point is, not. okay, so, but we had a lot of clients who implemented their Roth conversion in that down period because, you know, we've, when we work with clients, we, we try to get them to a place where they're not worried about the next economic downturn. Now we're all worried about it, Carrie, but the idea is they've, we've planned for it. Right. We, how, we, and they know how it would impact them. Right. We've modeled it in. So we can show them, you know, it's, it's going to happen. We don't know when. We're not trying to time the market. It's not the idea of when to get out of the market and when to get back in. No, maybe it is an idea. You don't, right. you don't want to take on too much risk than what you need to be okay. We've right. had that discussion a lot over 34 years, Carrie, right? Right. You know, do, does your plan need 8% to work? Well, what if your mm. plan works on a 4% rate of return? Isn't that st- going to give you more peace of mind? Yeah. Do you still need to be 75% in the market? If you if you only need a four percent return return to be okay, we have some clients that don't have a dime in the stock market because they, they don't, don't need to. Right, and those are things. That's a good example. I know it's kind of sidebar, but that we work with people's existing investment advisors, or if our clients do their own, to look at that. So so back in so so we've had people you know that were you know part of their plan. They had the plan. You know our clients have a plan. Our most of our clients today have modeled in the next economic downturn. Right now, I'm not saying they've all took the same pathway of when it's no. going to start, how deep it's going to be, and how long the recovery is going to be. But they all have got something in. Right. Okay. Um, now there's a few holdouts who are still bullish forever. Right. Um, but that's between them and their investment advisor discussion, right? Um, I just say, and it's their plan. It's what they want to do. It's right. Exactly. Not my plan. It's it's not, it's not your neighbor's plan. Um, it's gotta be your plan, right? Um, now just for fun, we may show them a plan R though, Carrie, right? Um, now, but the, you know, the, the idea is if they also may be planning a future Roth conversion. Mm hmm. And a lot of times, you know, people are miss, you know, they get this idea when they hear, oh, I'm going to do a Roth conversion. Somehow they get the idea that they're doing their whole IRA in one year. That would be crazy. Yeah, that's not what, that's not really the answer. Now that could be the answer. So we call that taking the big bath, right? Um, but that's a rare situation where you're going to, you know, write that check, you know, to convert your entire, you know, tax qualified plan uh, into a Roth IRA in one tax year, right? Um, that may not be worth it. Now we've had people thinking they wanted to do that. When you crunch the number, the tax, you're not well, saving yeah. any money really by doing it. And actually the amount of clients that actually did it. Not Over many. the 34 years, I could count on one hand, Carrie. Right. Um, now, um, but the, um, now back to the idea though. So let's say you're planning to do a Roth conversion up to a certain threshold. If you don't mean by going up to a threshold, come to our tax class, Carrie. I'll give mm-hmm. you give the dates here in a minute where we talk about playing the tax limbo game, right? You know, to stay under that next threshold where if you go th- over that, <laughs> bad things start happening on your tax return. Now, um, 
so so we're back to the idea of saying so let's say we have a planned Roth conversion well a lot of people are if they're ready to go in other words they know kind of an idea of how much they're going to do in a Roth conversion now you got to be careful now because the, the recharacterization is no longer available you know so you don't have the do-over anymore right and if you don't understand what I mean by that come to, come the, to class the class or go back and listen to the podcast but the idea is all right so let's say you're planning on doing in this year or next year or whatever it is and all of a sudden Boom! You see that fifty percent drop in the S and P, or thirty percent drop, or twenty percent drop. Something that is more than just a you know twenty four hour correction, right? Right. Where we have you know now, you're not panicking, right? Because you've got a plan R, and you already have your cash reserves. The part of building a plan R is to make sure you got enough cash reserves on hand that you can still keep your lifestyle going in retirement, you know, without having to, to sell in to, a down market, yeah, to sell your stocks in down market. If you choose to, you don't want to do that. So, so those people are saying, okay, look at, I know, okay, it's happening. The stocks are, you know, my, you know, my equity position is going to take this hit. Right. Now I'm not a hundred percent in stocks. So that doesn't mean right. I'm going to be down 20%. You know, if I'm down, if I'm only 50% in stocks, maybe I'm, my plan R says I'm going to be down 10, right? Um, now, but, but the idea is I'm not panicking. I'm not going to sell low. I'm still going to collect the dividend and I'm going to wait till those stocks come back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's assume that these stocks are held in your IRA. Okay. Okay. Um, so what we've done in years that we've been, we've seen these recessions is those clients who are ready. They're not timing the market, but they're ready to act mm-hmm. based on what the market gives them, right? Right. And what they did was they said, okay, this is a good time for me to convert these shares of stock in my IRA to my Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to hold the same animals. Right. But now I'm going to, you know, where the stock was worth X amount of dollars yesterday, it's worth 10% less today. I'm going to convert it at the low. I'm going to tell my investment advisor, don't get out of the position. Just move those shares, whether they can do it in a one or two step maneuver or whatever, but have those shares wind up being in my Roth IRA because now I'm going to wait for that stock to come back. But now I know when it does come back, all that regrowth, instead of being regrown inside tax deferred in my IRA, now that regrowth is happening tax free in my Roth IRA. Okay, so that's another way of saying, you know, is that an opportunity, you know, where, you know, to try to make some lemonades out of some lemons? Right, and that's what I said. In every situation, there are opportunities that people overlook because they're making emotional decisions or just missing the boat. And that's a great example of what we help our clients do. And gearing up for fall is a great time to look at these issues, whether it's IRA distribution planning, maybe you have a retirement pending, um, you're thinking about retiring at the end of the year or the first of next year, um, or looking at IRA distributions, minimum required distributions or whatever. You can schedule a free consultation. Remember, we've been around 34 years helping people solve problems, save money. We're a fiduciary fee-based planning firm, and you can call the estate planning team at 440 440- 239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Also, if you visit financialfoodforthought.com, you can hear podcasts with our previous last few shows have been on Ross. And you can sign up for our free educational fall planning classes. The IRA tax qualified asset and Roth class is September 17th at three o'clock in Middleburg Heights. And the retirement planning class for people in 
retirement or who are thinking about their future retirement is October 2nd at 6 o'clock in Independence. All right. And listen to Mark Dolly and Kara Waddell. We're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 34 years. And over those 34 years, Kara, we've certainly helped clients look at Roth conversion mm-hmm. analysis. We're not saying everybody does one. No. But, maybe, but perhaps right. everybody should be looking at right, one. Right, because we have people who intent doing it, and it doesn't make sense based on their cash flow. At least not right now. No. Maybe it does make sense a year from now, two years from now, or what have you. Um, so that's the idea of planning, right? It's the idea of building models. You know, we understand all models are wrong, but some are useful, right? It's you know, useful. It gives people understanding of the issue so they make an informed decision versus just a gut decision, which we see many people come in and we see things on their tax return. Why'd you do that? Well, I needed the cash or I didn't know. Right. And they end up paying more taxes than they needed to. Um, so, yeah, so the, the idea of, you know, and it's not timing the market, it's just being prepared to make maneuvers based on what the market gives you, something that's totally beyond your control, by the way, right? Um, another kind of advanced strategy sometimes, you know, we talk about and you hear about, and I call it the barn door Roth. Right. Contribution, right, Carrie? Right? Instead of the back door, because right? barn doors are bigger. Yeah. So <laughs> so we talked about the back door in one of the earlier uh, episodes, so you can go back and hear that. That's that's when you're just dealing with the annual um, IRA contribution limits, which is, you know, 6000 if you're over 50, another 1000 or 7000 But a barn door Roth contribution is mm-hmm. something different. Okay, this is where it's a it's a way for high net worth individuals because um, you need you need a lot of you know you need you need free cash flow to be able to do this, Gary. Okay, um, but we have had clients who have done it, and you know it's it's usually it's usually that client that they're 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 almost in retirement, Gary. Right, mm-hmm. the kids are up and gone, the college is gone. Right, um, they're at their peak earning level. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they realize they, they got extra, they got extra cash at the end of the month. Nice place They've to be. They've already maxed out their 401k. Right? right. So now the 401k, you know, that's, you know, that limit is 19,000 plus again, the catch up over 50 additional six. So for the 2019, that limit is 25,000 right here. Mm-hmm. But some, um, so what do we talk about the barn door Roth? Well, this is the uh, idea that some, not all carry, right? Mm-hmm. This is why you don't, don't ask your neighbor what his 401 plan, 401k plan offers, right? You right. Got, you got to find out what yours does, right? So some, not all employer 401k plans allow for what is called after tax contributions, right? Um, and that's a much higher limit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, um, that's, t- t- you know, uh, that's totaling, you know, about $56,000. Okay. Um, plus a catch up and maybe another six. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's getting up there. Right. Right. Um, and the idea is they're saying that even though I just talked about what's the tax deductible limit. Right. You know, which is the 25. Right. Okay. What about that excess that's still out there? Right. If your plan allows it. Right. Um, now, uh, something too, though, a lot of companies kick in their own money to your 401k plan. I'm not talking about a match. Right. You know, where they're matching a certain level of contribution that you're making. I'm talking about employer contributions. In other words, when they got rid of the traditional defined pension plans, they said, well, in, in lieu of that, we'll throw something into your plan every year. 
Okay. You know, maybe 3% of your salary or, or whatever. So that's the second level. So you may be putting in your max, right? Mm-hmm. Your company may be throwing some in. And that goes into this total 56000 I'm talking about. But there still may be excess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's this third level, right? And, you know, if you choose to put money into that, that cannot be, you know, tax deferred. That's after tax. Right. So you're going to get taxed on that. But the idea now, this is after tax. Now that's what they're saying you can, you know, do a maneuver with. Because this is sitting in your 401k. Now, if your plan allows for in-service withdrawals, right? Meaning that if you're over 59 and a half and still working, right? But do they allow for in-service withdrawals? Meaning you could take withdrawals from the 401k, even though you're, you're still a, a right. employer participant, right? Uh, about, you know, about 70% of the plans out there do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not unusual that right. they allow the in-service withdrawal, right? So there was a very favorable IRS ruling back in, I think it was 2014. Okay. Okay. Where they came out and, and, you know, and they said that, um, yeah, you can roll your after tax 401k contributions directly into your own individual Roth IRA. Okay. Without, you know, you know, doing any tax, um, you know, issues. Okay. So that is a great opportunity. You know, where you're saying, Hey, I'm putting this excess amount in, mm-hmm. but I, and, and, um, I can immediately, as long as I have an insert withdrawal, I can move that. And let's say you put in 10,000. Okay. Um, I can move that 10,000 directly into my Roth IRA and it'll never be taxed again. Okay. So, the, you know, and now what if you're doing 15,000? What if you're doing 20,000? Okay, what if you could do that the last couple of years of your peak earning career? Right. Do you think that could give you a little kickstart to your retirement plan and a hedge against perhaps a rising, uh, uh, you know, tax rate in this country? Yeah. So that's the idea of what we call a barn door Roth. Now that's, you're not going to find that terminology in the IRS code. Okay, that's Mark Donnelly's terminology. Right. But uh, okay, so all right, I know there are opportunities that exist, and, and looking deeper um, than just basic planning, and those are issues we deal with. The estate planning team we're known for comprehensive, customized, coordinated plans, and we've been around again thirty four years. You can, if you want to do some due diligence, check out our Angie's List ratings. You can also check out our ratings on the Better Business Bureau, or you can come out to our classes and see what we're about. Or if you have individual questions and concerns and want to see if and how we may be able to help you, we'll be honest with you. If we can't help you, we'll point you in the right direction or tell you you're in good shape. Or if you need another advisor on your team, we can certainly refer you to those people. Um, we've worked with many other advisors around the greater Cleveland area, and you can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Got a few minutes up there. And if, let's say your um, 401k plan doesn't allow for in-service withdrawals, but they do allow the excess contributions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that means it still may be you know, apropos. In other words, it, it just means you wouldn't be able to do that rollover to your individual IRA until after you exit the company. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could still do it at that point. So it still may be an opportunity, even if, you know, you don't have the in-service withdrawals available to you. Now, and that plan, Carrie, is a, you have to coordinate advisors when you do that plan. Right. You know, a lot, a lot of times we talk about the show about coordinated advisors. 
And that's where you got to get the, the custodians involved from two places, from your plan administrator as well as from wherever you're custodying your Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. You want your tax CPA certainly to be part of that along with your financial plan. All right. You ever heard of this song, Carrie? No. Really? No. Jeez. You're pulling my leg, right? No, I've never heard this song. I wonder if any millennials in the studio this morning has ever heard this song. Um, don't even know who sings it. Don't know the name of it. <laughs> I'm going to start crying. <laughs> song's about, about going mobile. Right? We're talking about RVing, right? <laughs> okay. This, by the way, is The Who, Carrie. It's, it's, okay, kind, I've heard this was, of that. This was kind of a big album. It was I've called heard, Who's Next. I've heard of that band. I don't, or that band. I don't think I've ever heard Your dad may song. have this album in the, in the attic. Maybe. Uh, um, if he has it, get, you know, get that copy. Um, all right. So... We have a lot of clients who are RVing as their retirement lifestyle, right, Karen? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, you know, it's not for everyone, right? Um, you know, it, it's, it, it's, and if you've never done it before, you may think you want to do it. Right. right. But it doesn't mean you really end up liking to do it, right? Right. Um, now, also people are thinking that, you know, they're not going to be able to afford, uh, you know, any type of housing other than right. a trailer, right? You see what they're saying? It's called, They're saying right now in New York City, Carrie, if you're not making $100,000 a year, right. you, you can't be living alone. I believe it. Is that insane? I mean, uh, we're talking about apartments, not only Oh, yeah, the, and, and not great apartments, I'm assuming. Um, we, have a, we have a little problem, you know, with housing in this country, right? Um Good and bad, right? Ohio is right. reporting, okay. Um, in other words, uh, sellers are still in control in Ohio, right? Um, about um, one of every four homes in the Cleveland metro area sells at or above asking price. Okay, but the problem is new listings for single-family homes is down. Hmm. See, there aren't any single-family homes. They're not building them. Right. They're not up for sale because, and, or the price is skyrocketing so much the millennials who are trying to move into a first home can't afford it. Right? Um, so, it's a, it's a big problem in this country. Um, and di- the different states are working on different things. So, what about going mobile? Um, a lot of baby boomers, the way they're going to fund their retirement care is they're looking for a career, an encore career, we call mm-hmm. it. Right? Matter of fact, in February, we did a whole the whole month was on core career. And sometimes everybody's dream, of course, is having a hobby career, right? Doing something in retirement that, that they you love, love and to you're do. good at. Um, so, have you ever heard of Wally Byam? No. Okay. Wally was born on the 4th of July in 1896. Okay. Okay. Um, and in a boom town along the Oregon Trail. Actually, his grandparents traveled out west. And a mule-drawn wagon, you know, on the Oregon Trail. So he grew up on a sheep farm where he actually lived, okay, Carrie, in a wooden wagon. Okay. Inside that wagon, he had a stove. Okay. Food, water, everything he needed. Okay. All right. Um, He worked very hard, Mm -hmm. went to college, graduated from Stanford. 1921, then went to work in his normal career as a journalist, advertising, publishing, okay, um, 
But he was always an avid camper, right? Mm-hmm. Got married. Okay. And, you know, as, as for recreation, he liked to camp. But his wife, you know, she never, you know, enjoyed sleeping on the ground. Okay. Now, I don't know if Marion was her name, was the first wife to complain about sleeping on the ground, but right. I know firsthand, Carrie, she wasn't the last. No. All right. So in 1929, Wally put together a tent contraption on top of a Model T chassis. Okay. Okay. And it was mobile. All right. Okay. Um, and it, it worked for a while, but it was very hard to set up and, and stuff like that. So he improved it along the way and came up with a teardrop version of it. Okay. Which is still, you know, you've okay. seen like a teardrop, you know, right. trailer. Okay. And that was certainly an improvement, right? Um, and that got a lot of attention when he was on the campgrounds and he's got this oh, teardrop. Yeah. A lot of the other campers were saying, hey, where'd you get that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and some of his neighbors, you know, when he saw it, when they saw it parked out in the driveway, like, where'd you get that? That's pretty neat. Hey, hey, what? Hey, hey, uh, Wally, can you build one of those for me? Right. Because when Wally said, well, I build it because you weren't available to buy, they said, hey, can you build one for me? So Wally got the bright idea that... Encore career? Maybe he could make some money doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he started his Airstream. Okay. You know, so if you're familiar with the Airstream, there are these long, silver-looking aluminum camper trailers okay. that you see on the road. They're kind of funny looking on the outside, but they're actually very luxurious on the inside. Mm-hmm. Now, he called his initial version of it the Clipper, right? Okay. Um, and, you know, back in 1930, his firm was only about one in 30, Carrie, that were even making these things. Oh, geez. Okay. Because that was really before the the, the whole RVing craze took America right. by storm, right? As a matter of fact, by uh, by 1937, it had caught on, the fever. Okay. And now there was over 400 manufacturers doing it. Okay? But then we had a little disruption in this country, Carrie, right? Called World War II. Right. Um, And, you know, that ended his business for the time being because, you know, aluminum was hard to find and the government pretty much said, if anyone's going to make a trailer, it's for military purposes. Right. Right. Um, so he closed down his business. Um, he actually went to work, you know, because he knew how to do it. He went to work in the, in the military airplane, airplane oh, okay. factories, okay? And he developed his skills even more in there, okay? Um, then when the war ended, you know, he started looking for his, you know, encore career. And he met a good friend of his who happened to be named Cornelius Neal Vanderbilt, hmm. Jr., And I'll talk more about Wally's story next week. All right. Don't forget to sign up for our free fall planning classes or come in for a free consultation. Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. So what are you reading this summer? I'll tell you a little bit more about my reading. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.